This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple ways we can live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world while we're at it. Are you ready? Let's do it! Hello and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I'm Polly, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical ways to live well, do good, and be happy. And let me tell you what, this is the time to be practical, right? We're using all our resources and building on our resilience right now to get through this crazy time that's even hard to comprehend. And uh, we're sheltering in place. We're going on our third week now, um, living here with a teen. My husband uh, goes in and out to work once in a while because he works at a hospital, so he has to be there sometimes. And we're kind of rotating and revolving around each other. But we found some really creative ways to make the most of this time. I wouldn't say it's easy. There are ups and downs. We have moods just like we did in our regular routine, right? But we're drawing from our creativity to make the most of this time, to stay well, to help others, to be connected in the world during this time when it's really easy to feel disconnected, right? We've got to keep in touch with each other and keep encouraging each other. And fortunately, people are finding really creative ways to manage these days, to support each other, to keep working, to keep creating, to keep businesses going, keep healthy, right? Creativity isn't just for painters or artists. It's for parents and partners, anyone who has a job, anyone who manages a household, We all have that creative spirit. And the people that are tapping into it now, they're building their own resilience, right? Now is the time to unlock it. We could use it to create art, to write books and make paintings. But creativity is about a mindset. It's about how we express ourselves in the world. We can use it when it comes to creating a routine while we are sheltering in place. We can use it while teaching our kids during homeschooling and even coming up with new menu ideas based on what we have in the pantry. We're talking everything creative today because I feel like it's an essential part of our character and it's certainly a essential part of our resilience, which we're drawing on from now to get through. Creativity impacts how we connect in relationships, how we adapt to change and challenge, how we survive setbacks. You know, it it, it involves having a flexible mindset and making associations that we can then draw from to create different outcomes, to do the same old thing a new way, or maybe find a new fun way of expressing ourselves. And how we approach our creative life 
how we express our creativity impacts how we work, what we produce, how we deal with our health. It's really at the root of everything we do. And when we adopt a creative mindset, a creative approach to living, we become better problem solvers and less judgmental, more accepting, more open, more productive. And life becomes about the process and the living rather than just the outcomes. I think this is super important right about now because not only do we have some things to figure out and solve, but we need to be in the moment. What effing and worrying about what the future might bring when we can't even comprehend what that could look like is only going to cause stress and worry that's going to keep us uh, from getting where we need to go. But when we take a little more creative approach to our daily lives, we can have more fun. We're going to feel healthier, more adaptive, and we're going to see solutions where we haven't seen them before. Everything becomes a little more interesting. We become more resilient. And author and researcher Brene Brown says, creativity is really what moves our ideas into action. I was thinking about this the other day when I was having yet another discussion, uh, some would say argument, with my teen daughter about her laundry. It seems to routinely pile up on the dresser and on the bed and on the floor and in the closet and on the bin and on the counter and everywhere. And I I feel like I've been doing a kind of fly in the window thing, you know, where you keep smacking against the same window over and over and not getting through anywhere. You know, I'm working really hard to keep our living spaces clean and disinfected and I feel like I'm alone in that when I walk into her room. And um, I decided I needed to do it differently. I left that discussion and while I was doing other things, I let my mind wander around to the way I'm working on my other challenges. You know, when I have a problem in writing, a structural issue or a challenge with the work, essentially I, I think about it for a minute and then I get up and I go do something else, take a shower, or I do a chore in the household. And I start to consider outlandish possibilities and funny ideas. I, I don't take anything too seriously during this time. I imagine different scenarios. And by the time I sit back down at the desk, usually I work out this problem with the structure and the writing. So I decided to approach this laundry issue that is getting under my skin while we are in close quarters the same way. Instead of beating my head against the wall and nagging and getting angry and talking and doing the laundry all by myself when she doesn't and being resentful for that, I I decided to just noodle about it. I kept it in the back of my mind and wandered around and did some other things and I just decided, you know, to let it go. I, I'm not gonna wash her clothes when I can't safely get in her room to get them. And um I didn't say anything about it. For the first time, I was quiet, and she ran out of clothes. She ran out of clean clothes. And on that day, I began to notice her laundry was in her dirty clothes bin, and it was making into the wash when I asked. I could walk into her room and pick it out of her bin and add it to my wash, and life got a whole lot easier because I stopped doing the same thing I'd always done, and I looked at it from a different side. So I think creativity shows up in all the big and little ways of our lives. We do this all the time. Creativity allows us to become more effective problem solvers. You know, we'll make an assumption that our life 
partner is going to approach things the same way each time. So instead of asking him or her new questions or being interested, we do the same thing too. And we fall into the same pattern, which keeps us from innovating, which keeps us from connecting with each other and learning. And and then life gets kind of drab, you know. A couple of years ago, I've been uh, a full-time writer for about 25 years now. And a couple of years ago, I was feeling this way about work. I was doing the work I wanted to do, but I was very familiar with the kind of work I was doing. And it wasn't that interesting to me anymore. So instead of being focused on the magazines and the set assignments I needed, I decided to carve some time out every day to try some more projects that I knew nothing about, like the podcast, right? I wouldn't make money with these projects initially, but it would help me grow and develop and it would work that creative muscle. And when I did that, everything else became better too. I became more creative in my other work and I started to enjoy it more. I started to think of ideas uh, with regards to how I parent and how I'm in relationship with my husband. Life is expansive. And we are wired to expand ourselves, to engage, to learn and grow. And when we approach that with our creativity, when we adopt and adapt a creative spirit to all that we do, not only do we see more business opportunities and create more resources and time for ourselves, but we also have stronger relationships. We feel better. We're in a better mood. We feel more purposeful, according to research. And that builds our quality of life and our resilience so that when we're facing challenges like we are today, we are more resilient. We have a bank account of creativity and adaptiveness to draw from that helps us solve the problems of the present day. What does living a creative life look like if you are not a painter like Picasso or a writer like Ann Patchett? or David Sedaris. Creative thinking is defined as analyzing or seeing new things in new ways. That's all it is, right? It allows you to solve problems, focus, innovate when you need to. Like when your boss puts out a call for, you know, new ideas, or you're facing a dilemma in your personal life that requires a new approach. You need to figure out another way to use your product to make money. These are all things that require our creativity. And right now you might need a creative spirit to find the next roll of toilet paper. I don't, I, it's crazy to think about these things, but I'll, I'll tell you this. If you need toilet paper, give me a call. I'll, I'll send you a roll. I'll spare a square. There are three steps to finding and harnessing the creative thinking, creative energy that you already have. It's innate to who we are, but you have to leave room for it. And when we're under stress, it can be hard to think that this is necessary. It can feel like one more thing to do. But I'm telling you, you're already drawing from your creative reserves right now. You're teaching your kids even when they're out of school. You're managing a household without the usual groceries or food sources you're used to. You're taking care of your neighbor while staying six feet away. You're already drawing on this creative energy. And I'm inspired every day when I look around. I'm on Facebook and I see people offering free online writing classes. And my daughter made me a playlist with songs that are great for picking up my mood and and music I love here. And uh, I'm creating new writing. And I'm taking a doodling class that's offered by Mo Willems, the children's writer. And he offers this little 20-minute online thing that I'm, I'm doing because 
it's fun and it helps me think in a new way. It's helped me find a way to homeschool my daughter to find projects that she might be interested in that uh, I can all actually support her with and get some work done at the same time, right? So this is the stuff you're doing too. Anybody who's ever been married or been a parent or have a job, you are already creative. You're using this stuff. But we can amp it up a little during this time and use it as our go-to strategy to get through. And not just get through, but to thrive, to make the most of these moments, develop connection and have fun and grow and learn. Despite our worry and the uncertainty that's in the world right now, we can use the most of these moments and creativity is the link to doing all that. Okay, so here's how we do it. Set the stage for inspiration. Get into a more expansive mindset. Take a look at familiar things a new way and see what you can play with. See if there's a new way to approach your kid's math lesson or a different recipe you can try at dinner, a new route for your walk today, right? It takes some effort to do this. You have to remember that this is who you are. But if you're getting some pushback at home at a time right now when none of us need any more stress, can you back up and redirect that discussion or that school project or that chore and look at it a different way to get buy-in either from yourself or others? If you're feeling beaten down and worn at work while you're trying to work at home and do these other things, is there a new way you can approach your day? Maybe a different routine. Maybe you work early in the morning or late at night, or you play loud music or wear your pajamas, a new way to approach the familiar so that you set the stage for inspiration, right? Inspiration isn't anything we can control, but we can control the elements that cause it. And that means talking to people who inspire us, learning new information, creating the environment where we're paying attention so we can notice. Because creativity is as much about expression as it is about noticing the details of our lives. And we can all do that right now. Put yourself in the mood to create. And What I mean by that is a good mood is the key to solving a problem or coming up with an innovative idea. Now, I know there's some stress and uncertainty right now. Okay. But at the very same time, we can also find the light, right? We can also find the things we can celebrate in the moment or be appreciative in the day. Researchers from the University of Western Ontario, Canada, studied this creativity booster by manipulating the moods of people in the study with music and video clips. And they used the music and the videos to manipulate the mood of the people in the study. So they'd play uplisting music to get people in one mindset. They'd play sad music to get people in another mindset. And what they found is those who felt happy, those who felt uplifted or inspired by the music actually performed better on the task than those who were feeling sad or even neutral. So a good mood is a creative mood. If you have a project where you need to think innovatively or you have a problem that you need to manage through your day, then turn on some upbeat music or go for a walk and do your exercise or eat something or laugh at a funny video. Get yourself in that higher level mood and you're more likely to find your way through this problem. I love this because I think music or other feel-good media, first of all, it's so easy to get to. It's so accessible now. And it's such a quick, 
pick-me-up, right? It works for kids too. When my daughter's feeling stressed or uptight, we usually turn on the tunes. We, we have what we call working music when we have chores or do we, and we put on a playlist or a song that we like and, and we get going. It's a way to motivate us and to inspire us and to help us feel better. And then from that place, we can have some real discussions. We can get to the root of the problem and really solve some challenges around here. Pick up a comic strip, read a funny book, do something, you know, I was watching, um, gosh, I'm watching a ton of cute animal videos. I, I've never been that person. I'm telling you what, right now, cute animal videos are my thing. I'm watching a fat panda roll around. I'll tell you what, I was, I felt so much better and I was in a creative mood afterwards. This universe is a great place despite all the stress and tragedy right now and, and all the frustration and the worry. This universe is a marvelous place and we are still part of it and we can celebrate those moments. So set aside a pocket of time to do something that makes you feel good and plant a grin on your face, even if you have to fake it. There's plenty of research that says our facial expression and even our body posture can actually change and enhance our mood. The call it in, scientists call it in one aspect, facial feedback hypothesis. And what that says is that even a fake smile can help us manage stress and distress better. So put yourself in a mood, you'll be more creative and you'll also feel better. Another way I access my creative spirit or mindset or muse or whatever you want to call it, I try to savor things. I try to be in awe of things. Expansive emotions like that allow us to take a broader perspective and appreciate the good things in life. The more we notice, the more associations we can draw, the links and patterns we create from one thing to another. And that gets our creative neurons firing, right? So when we savor something, it means we take a moment, 30 seconds actually, to let the good soak in. If you're having a great bite of chocolate or a sweet glass of wine or a good hug from your kid or your spouse, just hold that feeling for 30 seconds and allow yourself to absorb those good feelings. When we do that, we begin to rewire our brain away from our negativity bias, which we're prone to. We rewire our brain for more positive emotion to actually notice the positive things in our lives earlier. With practice, they can see the brain actually changing. But what it does in the short run is it boosts our mood and makes us more appreciative. And that is an expansive place to be, which also allows us to act more creatively. The same thing with awe. When we are in awe of something, we slow down a little bit. We want to connect with each other and share things. I write about this in my book, How to Live an Awesome Life, because when we use these emotions, when we access them intentionally, we can harness all that good energy and use it to create our next experience. Because remember, creativity isn't about creating masterworks, painting master pictures. It's about living an expansive, engaged, and happier life, right? It's about making life that is a work of art. So when we harness these higher energy emotions, we feel it. And that can allow us to be more creative. And that 
is what gets us to the flexible mindset that helps us become better problem solvers, innovative producers. Right now, a lot of businesses are needing to do things a different way to survive. The ones that survive will be the ones who took a more innovative, creative approach, right? They're the ones that figured out takeout and delivery a month ago and had people doing that in Beaverton. There are, since the strip clubs have closed, I read an article about many of the dancers are now delivering meals for all these places that have in-demand jobs for food delivery. That's a creative, adaptive response to a difficult time. Our creativity ignites when we are curious, when we begin looking at the familiar things in our lives a new way. This is a big deal in relationships, right? I've been married 17 years, and I can still find things I didn't know. We're changing and growing people, and I try to ask more about what he cares about and what he wants to do and what's meaningful to him, particularly during this time, because that is helps our relationship become more expansive. It allows us to get to know each other a different way, even after 17 years, and we've never been in this situation. So there's a lot of chance for learning. Exercise. Do something different than work on the problem. To access your creative spirit, take a shower, wash the dishes, go to sleep. Do Go for a walk. Do something that doesn't require your brain to focus or work and let the problem ruminate there in the background, you know, like I did when I couldn't get my daughter to get her clothes washed. I just gave up. I just let it go. And I planted the seed in my head. Okay, what is a better approach to this situation to help get the laundry done and the house clean? That was what I planned. And then I just did other things. And What I'd been missing all along was I just needed to pack off. It took me a while to get there, right? And do something artsy. Play with your kids' Play-Doh. Doodle. I'm doing a doodle a day and taking that class. I'm playing the ukulele again. I am adding things to my day that stretch my creativity in a different direction. So I'm a writer. I do a lot of writing. But the podcast is completely different creative muscle. And I love doing that. It has made me a better writer. It's made me a more uh, flexible, expansive parent, I think. Because whenever we do something new, whenever we express ourselves in a, in a different, uh, more flexible way, then that enhances everything else we're doing. So the Simply Start today, how to get into this today is just to consider these ideas. What's one area in your life you feel like you're in a rut? What is a persistent problem? What's happening with your routine around the house during the stay in place time that isn't feeling right or that's feeling too stressful? Ask yourself, why are you doing it this way? And is there a way that you can do it differently? And then try it. Don't lament over this. Don't stew about it. But go for a walk and and let your mind ruminate on these, these things and see what you come up with. And then try it. Creativity ultimately is about expression. It's about self-expression and how you put it out the world. And that shows up when we parent and when we're in love and when we cook dinner and when we create a business plan. It's a part of who we are. And if you want to do something fun, today's Simply Nifty, things that I love that make my life a little happier. I've been doing this uh, 
schooliqdoodle.com. And I'm doing a doodle a day and I'm, I'm doing it badly. I'm not a good uh, artist and I don't care. It's just a way of working out some of my thoughts and, and feelings and learning something new. Nobody has to see your doodles. Mo Willems is also doing uh, doodle class through the Kennedy Center, directed at kids, but I love it. And he shows you the behind the scenes in his studio. It's awesome. So check that out. Simply Nifty school.iqdoodle.com. Check it out. I'll put this in the description to the show in case you want to start doodling or expressing yourself in a different way creatively. And I think doing this, becoming adaptive and flexible in our thinking and our expression, taking a more creative approach to life is the thing that's going to help us more than anything else right now. And we've already got this in, right? This is already who we are. So go forward today. Think about how to express yourself in a new way. Thinking about how to harness your creativity. Make art. Savor. Bring in the awe. Leave room for inspiration. Boost your mood with music and other in-the-moment things that can help you access this way of thinking and your own creative spirit. And we'll get through this time. We can do it already. People are finding creative approaches that are changing the world for the better. And there's more of that to come. I think when we think creatively, when we express ourselves creatively, when we act creatively, not only do we feel good, but we also help others live well, do good, and be happy. You can find me at P.L. Campbell on Twitter or Polly Campbell, author on Facebook. Check out the community there. We're staying in contact and taking care of each other. Join us and be a part of it. Thanks for joining me. Be well, live well, do good, and be happy. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA.